on various pieces of the social media pages of the uh, podcast, it says, hey, new episode coming up Sunday. I've been sick. Well, as you can tell, I'm still a little hoarse. And uh, as you can also tell, this episode is coming out on President's Day because still was kind of feeling, eh. You know, as people say, we're feeling some type of way. Uh, you are listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Like all week, put it this way, I even, I even call off of work. And I never fucking call off work, man. I mean, seriously. That's how you know something's going down. Just had the aches, you know, the whole, basically all the symptoms, right? Took the COVID test three fucking times, negative all three times. So I'm not sure what's going on. It's been a week. Now I just got this cough. Uh, I feel fine. I feel great. Weather's possible. Weather's, weather's perfect outside. So I'm going to try to get a hold of, you know, get into that before it gets colder. So here I am. We're going to talk about a little bit serious stuff first, and then we're going to get into the funny stuff. And then really this episode's going to be about victims striking back. I got a couple stories about that. It's going to blow your mind, but I want to talk about some serious shit first, shall we? Look at me trying to be all dramatic and shit. Has anybody been keeping track of how many countries are pissed off at us right now? You got Russia, you got Iran, you got China, and you got North Korea. Now, of course, with all the shit going on between Russia and Ukraine, let's let's kind of review it together. You, uh, Russia's saying, hey, uh, you better not be supplying the Ukraine with stuff. And obviously, we have been with money and, and resources and whatnot. Now, China's saying that they're going to help out Russia. Then you got China pissed off because we're making a big deal about the weather balloons, spy balloons, shit, whatever it's been going on. North Korea has always just hated us. And Iran, obviously. So can we really afford to have all those countries piss off us at the same time? And which out of those four have the goods, you know, for missiles and shit to hit the U.S.? I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about that shit, you know? And then of all days, President's Day, fucking Biden decides he's just going to go fucking drop in onto Ukraine like it's a fucking wellness check. And hang out with Vladimir Zelensky, whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, they're literally, they're walking wherever they were walking. You can hear the air raid sirens going on above them. Like, dude, what are you doing? Are you just hitting the hornet's nest with Russia? And I'm not saying we're a bunch of pussies and, and, and we should back down, but I'm just saying you have four different people coming at us. And I, I know we have NATO. I get all that. But it just kind of makes you wonder, man, what's going on? Was the balloons kind of like a, a precursor to what could be going down? Where people seeing what they can get away with in our airspace before the big shit comes? I don't know. I try not to dwell on it because, like I said, it's not a political podcast. But it's something related that it's always made me nervous. What do we do? Let's just say shit starts breaking off, okay? And let's say, let's just use Russia, for example. Are there any Russian citizens that are in the U.S. going to, like, be sympathizers for Putin and then start fucking shit up in the U.S.? I've always wondered about that. Especially if they got, like, relatives back home or, like, China or the Koreans, or you know what I mean? Like, think about that for a second. Are there going to be sympathizers that are going to start turning against us on our own soil because their motherland is under attack or whatever? I've always wondered about that. And the reason why I brought this up, because there's a story somewhat related to that in Vegas. There was a woman accused of stabbing her hookup in Las Vegas area hotel. First of all, she's ugly as fuck. I saw her picture. So she stabbed her boyfriend. And you want to know why? In retaliation for a U.S. drone strike that killed an Iranian leader. So think about that. She literally stated that's the reason why she stabbed him. You don't think there's some sleepers out there in the country, in the U.S., that might do the same fucking thing? And I say this because there's a little bit of a story related to this. And the only reason why is because when the woman committed the crime, she said why she did it. And it had nothing to do with anything that was going on. So 
back in the day, let me find out what this chick's name is because I want to be able to try to get the story halfway right. Uh, let's see. What's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Nakia Nukublin. She's age 22, and she's not that good looking. She thinks she's got a bigger mustache than I do. Anyway, so listen to this. So she was in Vegas, I guess. So she went to hook. You know, they met online. Uh, some date, dating website called Plenty of Fish, whatever the fuck that is. So they agreed to meet at the hotel. They're starting to kick it or whatever. While in the room, the pair began engaging in sexual activity, and she put a blindfold on the victim. Dude, you don't let some total fucking stranger blindfold you in Vegas of all places. And you don't even know her. You're either going to get robbed or hurt or something. Stupid fuck. So while they're in the room, she puts a blindfold on him. She then turns off all the lights. Several seconds later, she stabs the victim in the neck. So she literally told officers this, guys, and I want you to listen closely. She said she wanted to get revenge for a drone strike, which killed Iranian military leader Qasim Soleimani in uh, 2020. uh, Investigators said that uh, she did. That's what she, that, she said that's why she did it. And she said she did it out of spite and revenge. And the cop's like, what do you mean by that? She goes, they killed U.S. da-da-da-da. So I felt like, you know, an eye for an eye. The stabbing victim was able to speak to investigators the same night. Uh, photo shows injuries with puncture wounds on the neck. First of all, you dumbass, you don't let no bitch blindfold you, especially one you don't even know. And even then, that'd be kind of sketch. There'd have to be some disclaimers or fucking... I don't know, something. But yeah. But she said that's why she did it. So is there anything else that's going to happen like that? Let's just say if we start going at it on any of these countries, are there going to be Russian sympathizers that are going to flip on us? Just think about that because there's a U.S. is a big melting pot of people. I'm just worried about the sympathizers that might be on U.S. soil that might have a negative reaction to us fucking with their country. Just just a thought. Now, let's get to the fun stuff. The cruise, the news, and everything. Uh, I'm going to play a song, and then I'm going to come back, and you're listening to the Alex B. Pocket.
You can never go wrong with any Beastie Boys. So what you what you what you want? You're listening to the Alex B Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, however you're listening to the program. Do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget social media pages, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Sometimes I'll find some stuff that, that rep- a picture just better represents, represents the story. Rather than like me talking about a podcast. If I give you a visual, then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's what he was talking about. All right. I've been telling you guys this. More and more people are starting to fight back against criminals. You know, people that are trying to fuck with them at fast food restaurants, trying to steal their catalytic converters, rob them, et cetera, et cetera. So I got a couple stories. We're going to talk about that in a minute. First, I'll talk about some complete dumbasses that I just don't get why somebody would try this. But we're going to have to go back home again to Indiana if we shall. And the only reason why this is a funny crime story, because I just don't get it. A guy by the name. This happened in Indianapolis. Where at? Which which one was he at? Oh, he was at the uh, PNC Bank over there on High School Road, West Side. That's kind of like fucking Wild Wild West over there anyway. But guy by the name of Joshua Garza, age 51, he was arrested across the street from the bank. So obviously the motherfucker didn't get far with his remote. He tried to rob a bank using a TV remote, folks. Listen to this. This happened last Wednesday. IMPD detectives, they arrested a guy last morning for trying to rob a bank with a television remote control. According to his arrest document, Garza entered the PNC Bank uh, over there on 1259 South High School Road shortly before 930 in the morning. Uh, last Wednesday, just a week, now, you know, barely a week ago, approached the teller window. He took out a Samsung remote controller from his pocket and pointed it at the vault door and said, open the vault. I w- you know, I would I would have had dialogue with him. I'm like, motherfucker, you ain't got no fucking gun in there. What are you thinking? So the teller went and told the police that she was confused by his behavior. Because he said, give me $10,000 or I'll kill you. And again, he only had a TV remote in his hand. Uh, the teller responded by saying, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Now, I would have I came out from behind the counter and said, get the fuck out of here. Uh, he went to another window and again repeatedly told the teller to open the vault and give him $10,000. The second teller also told him, fuck off, dude. I mean, I'm sure they asked him to leave, but I'm putting my own spin on it. Both tellers had pushed the hold-up alarm buttons before he stormed around the lobby and left the bank empty-handed. So the uh, bank employees locked the doors. Uh, surveillance footage, they caught the guy uh, across the street holding a black television remote, and he was just walking like if he was aiming the remote control. Uh, he was not wearing any face covering, no way to disguise himself, just walked into a Samsung remote trying to make shit happen. He was sitting on a curb near the bank on the south side of Washington Street. They arrested him without incident. Tried to rob a bank with a remote control. Okay, sticking around uh, the state of Indiana for this next story out in Henry County. Police in Henry County arrested a 19-year-old high school student who was allegedly overheard saying he would shoot up the school during class this week. The uh, Henry County Sheriff's Office uh, received information on Tuesday, Valentine's Day of all days, so he probably wasn't getting no ass, probably mad. Um, that a possible threat was made by a tri-high school student that day. By Wednesday evening, investigators said they determined that a guy by the name of Draven Smith, age 19, had said, I'm going to shoot this place up during class in front of other students uh, the Tuesday on that Tuesday. So obviously he's pissed off about something. He might be mad that he's 19 years old and still in fucking high school. I don't know. But uh, he's locked up on uh, intimidation charge, level six felony. So he's going to be hanging out there for a minute. Here's another story of stupidity that also happened on Valentine's Day out in New Orleans. Now, I don't, I, again, I have no sympathy for this dude. I think a $15,000 fine isn't enough 
Now, everybody knows you're not supposed to have a loaded weapon and ammunition on your carry-on in a plane, period. Or, I mean, period. Everybody knows this. I don't know why people think they can do it. You know, I, I just don't know why. You know the TSA is going to catch you with it. Why even go through that hassle and get put on a, a no-fly list and everything else? But a guy, here's what's really interesting. Okay, this guy tried to carry on an AR-15. An AR-15, okay? 163 rounds of ammunition, okay? The kicker about it, the gun was loaded with 30 rounds. What makes you think... What's your reason? Like, hopefully this guy's not going to bond out anytime soon. So I haven't really heard much about this because, you know, we're, we've been focusing on a lot of shit. It just happened like on Valentine's Day. Uh, he, was tr- uh, he was trying to fly to Houston, it looks like, and trying to fly out of New Orleans. An AR-15 that was loaded with 30 rounds and uh, five additional loaded magazines. But, like, we need a more. Why don't we not have more press on this? If this guy was from overseas, if he was, you know, if he was whatever, they would try, oh, it would be a big thing. It was terrorism, blah, 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 you know? If he was Muslim or anything else, man, the fucking media would have a field day with it. Why, why, why is this not blowing up more? I'm a little confused. An AR-15 and it's loaded? And it's, it, I, like the, I like the quote from the TSA that says, if you're going to travel with your gun, it must be in your checked bag. But be sure to know exactly what the gun laws, gun laws are on each side of your trip. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the gun laws are. You still can't bring a gun on a fucking plane. Guns may not be legal to transport even a check baggage in some jurisdictions. I just don't understand. And I think you, you can't claim ignorance of the law on that one. You can't. I just in a $15,000 fine. So I guess the penalty and I've read this on a couple stories before. It's a $15,000 fine. And you get put on a no fly list. I want to know why he was carrying the gun, why he had all that ammunition. Were you going to a gun show, motherfucker? Come on now. We need to find out what's going on with this guy. Who's he connected to? What was the motive? There's a motive here. Can't, a guy's not going to say he accidentally brought an AR-15 loaded with a bunch of other fucking magazines loaded uh, just to be transporting it. Uh-uh. The news cruise continues on. We're going out to Georgia talking about a swingers, a principal and swingers and stuff. Listen to this, man. This is how shit backfired. But, you know, I always thought, like, the biggest freaks were, like, nurses and shit. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just because guys, you know, they think about nurses and pornos and shit or whatever. But apparently, another, this school thing, this doesn't involve any kids, thank God. But listen to this shit. So, a complaint about a Georgia elementary school principal about a teacher supposedly bugging her office has ended in a bombshell investigation revealing that the principal had sex on campus and propositioned staff to join a swingers club. Banks County Elementary School, probably former at this point, uh, Dr. Dana Simmons initially accused the physical education, education teacher, Dylan Charles, of bugging her office. So that's what's really fucked up. She actually went to complain to the school board that this, this physical education teacher was probably bugging her office. Oh, it gets better. But a probe by the district, <laughs> probe, found the two regularly had sex at school in front of Charles's wife, third grade teacher, Kelsey Charles. Wow. So the it sounds like the principal tried to like basically get the teacher fired first because she thought her office was bugged. And maybe he was setting up a cell phone. He wanted to fucking make OnlyFans. Who knows? But this is really funny. So uh, Simmons, the principal, showed investigators pictures of Dylan Charles 
shirtless in a cape. Oh, man. Admitted they had a sexual relationship. She denied it occurred on campus. But Dylan then showed investigators naked photos of Simmons in a school bathroom and another of her performing oral sex in a car. A former uh, paraprofessional also alleged that the principal once asked her to join a swingers group. Kelsey Charles told investigators that Simmons manipulated her into the tryst by promising she'd help her with her and her husband's careers. So the Charleses got fired. The Simmonses got fired. So see the shit backfired. She's like, oh, I better get rid of this motherfucker. He's going to rat me out. And ta-da. Boom. The tables have turned. And the physical education teacher was banging the fucking principal while his wife was watching. And they were doing it at school. No kids were involved, thank God. But, man, what a bunch of fucking freaks. Okay, this is interesting. So this this next story I'm going to read, it's going to have some various sidebar rants from me about Venmo and, and, and cash apps, you know, that people do. So this is an interesting story. Happened at the end of January. Um, a chick by the name of Anna Hogan was in a place called Prince Street Pizza, and... She figured out or learned it was cash only. Obviously, people call, you know, take cards with them. So there was a guy ahead of her that overheard this conversation going on. So he offered to give her a $50 bill and she would Venmo him the same amount. Okay, which is fair. So she did. She, she sent him the money. She got her 50 bucks. She went about her business. A few minutes later, she looks down at her phone. The dude that, that helped her out sent a $5 payment to her and said, can I get your number? That's fucking creepy as fuck. But listen to this. Hogan accepted the small payment immediately, but didn't reply. Uh Uh-huh. She had taken the five bucks, but she had no interest in ever seeing the man again. Now, I know it's only five dollars. It's the gesture. uh, mm -mm. And quote, he could have asked me why we were there with him. She told the post, explaining that the move led her to assume the man was a wimp and not her type. It was not attractive, she continued. It would have been better to be hit on in person. See how this shit's just lopsided? He was a wimp, but he fucking bailed you out so you can get pizza. So he must not be too much of a wimp. Then she said, listen, here's how the quote continues on, bitch. Again, everybody's wrong in this this particular story. Quote, he should have at least Venmo'd me $20 for a drink, said Hogan, who had been hit on by other men on Venmo and found it equally unattractive. Quote, it comes off as a transactional and gives sugar baby vibes. But why are guys hitting on you in Venmo? Do you have your Venmo in your fucking, in your, in your TikTok like a lot of people do or your cash app? How are just random strangers, random strangers just ain't fucking sending you messages and fucking money in Venmo unless, no. Oh man. So, come on. So there's some people that are using Venmo to find love, sending payments along with flirtatious messages. Because I've always been a big like just you guys heard me rant about this at TikTok, you know, if you have if a chick has her if she has her cash app or Venmo in her in her bio before you even talk to this. Now, that's red flag. Nope. And if you scroll through the timeline and she's got a picture with a dude, have that motherfucker give her money. Don't give don't give her no money. You don't sit there and post up a picture with a dude. And then you got that one little meme thing that says post your cash app and see what people send you. I, you already know my thoughts on this. This story here is definitely uh, sad for everybody involved, the victim, um, you know, everybody. But, you know, this more and more of this stuff's going to be happening. And guess what? There's not going to be a leg for the criminals to stand on or maybe walk on, depending on what happens. 
but a man was killed when he was run over by the driver of a car from which he was allegedly trying to steal a catalytic converter in Southern California about a week ago. Um, just before 6 o'clock on Tuesday, and I don't know the date, they uh, found a man lying on the ground near a 4x4 Ford Excursion and another smaller vehicle next to it. The department said investigators said the driver of the Ford had been asleep in her vehicle when she awoke to the sound of a man sawing off her vehicle's catalytic converter. She immediately put her car in reverse and, you know, said after she felt a bump like she ran over something, she stopped her vehicle and called 911 for help. So she did call the police. Now, you you know, you don't want to see anybody obviously get killed trying to steal a catalytic converter, but... You know, that's that's it's 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 that's sad. She didn't know he was there. Uh, three people, a man and two women who accompanied the deceased man in the smaller vehicle were arrested by deputies over a catalytic converter. Man, your ass got ran the fuck over over a catalytic converter, man. Here's another example of you're not going to have it your way. Burger King. A Mississippi Burger King employee was arrested after police said he got into a fight with a customer over the drive through intercom, according to arrest records. Uh, Gulfport police charged Eddie Lewis Smith, age 33, with aggravated assault and possession of a weapon after a felony conviction. Police were flagged down Thursday night while they were assisting a driver who was stranded near the Burger King. The person who flagged them down said there was a violent fight happening at the fast food restaurant. So police pulled up and uh, when they got there, they heard two gunshots and saw Smith on top of the victim. So he shot him and then I guess was I don't know what the fuck he was doing to do. What was going on? So it basically said the um, Smith and the customer first got in a fight through the intercom. Guy was talking shit. Moments later, Smith allegedly walked out of the back door of the Burger King while the customer exited their vehicle and the two started to get into it. While they were fighting, Smith grabbed his gun and fired off two rounds, shooting the victim. Police said they were both brought to the hospital and are expected to be okay. One of the rounds hit Smith's hand, authorities said. So obviously, motherfucker don't know how to handle a gun. But again... People that have been jumping over counters at Waffle House and restaurants and talking shit to people, man, people are going to start, you know, taking, taking, the, taking the law in their own hands. And bad shit's going to happen for everybody involved. So as I go to wrap up this episode of the podcast, thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Alex B. Podcast. I'll try to get, uh, get some more episodes cranked out, man. This last week sucked. Again, took COVID test three fucking times, negative all three times. But, you know, the story I just read, as much as I try to, you know, you want to laugh and stuff about it, man, just take a fucking deep breath and relax. You know, especially the people going to restaurants that are complaining that the service is slow or whatever, man. We're still, there's more important shit going on in this country right now, folks, than your food not getting cooked right or somebody disrespecting you or anything else, man. We've got fucking Russia pissed off at us. We got fucking uh, North Korea that sounds like they got some missiles that can, that can hit us in about an hour if they wanted to. You know, we got China pissed off because the whole balloon, just there, there's bigger things to worry about. I'm not saying we should all live in fear, but while we have this time on earth, as long as it may be, short as it may be, just chill the fuck out. You've been listening to the Alex B Podcast, man. I'm out.